Welcome back to the fifth and final episode of the Muck and Meyer 2021 Montgomery football season recap series. And I guess we're saving, I, we'll say we're saving the best for last year. Montgomery sophomore quarterback, Mike Schmelzer. Mike, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, so much has been said about you over the last, uh, you know, four episodes of this podcast. Uh, and one of the things that I think stood out to me the most was when Brandon and Alex Benitez were talking about the ability that you had to come in and win over the locker room. And certainly some of that I'm sure had to do with the fact that you guys won a game for the first time that's, you know, during the season. Um, but I don't think that it's that simple. Um, I think it's much more complicated than that. As you approached that task of becoming the de facto leader of the team, because just by the nature of the fact that you have the ball in your hands, every play, what was that like for you? Did you have a plan? Was it, or was it something that happened naturally? Um, Brandon and I always knew each other. Um, once we started to like play together as a team, we all started to get closer. Like I started developing friendships with just each and every one of the players. Um, all my teammates are great guys, and it was just pretty easy to like win the locker room over and get like friendly with everyone. Well, my point that I said to them was uh, how difficult it is to be confident and not douchey at the same time. Because, you know, you need to be a confident guy, even if you are inside a mess, showing that, you know, outer confidence to everybody while not being a guy that people don't like. Talk about that a little bit. And how do you, how are you able to strike that balance? Um, I mean, it, it, it just came with being good friends with everyone. I mean, getting to know everyone like personally and hanging out with them outside of football helped. Um, being confident, but not cocky and being like knowing that everyone on the team works together as like a team and nobody's no one person can win a game by themselves and no one person can be the team by themselves kind of helped that idea and that mentality of like being a good teammate. Um, I know that every good, a, a team with a bunch of good teammates is always a great team. And I just want to be a great teammate to everyone else. Now, fair or unfair. This is probably just, it's where we are, I think, in 2021 as a society. It's where we are as sports fans, I think, because of how popular the game of football is. Um, and probably most unfairly to you is that you have to handle all of this as a, you know, a 16-year-old kid. That the quarterback position is something that we demand. We demand things from our quarterbacks at the pro level, at the college level, at, the, you know, at every level that we probably don't of almost anybody else in any other position in any sport that anybody plays. And now you have to, at this age, at, in the middle of your 10th grade year of high school, there's a lot of stuff being heaped upon you. How do you stay grounded and keep your focus in the right places? Um, I mean, I love having kind of like the attention of being one of those important players and like knowing that I have an importance on the team. Um, you know, just staying focused at the task and not getting, you know, too out of focus with everything that surrounds you definitely helped me a lot. Um, just really staying focused was a big thing for me. 
you watch football and you see guys play, you know, all the time, anybody that you try to model yourself after? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I like, I love watching a bunch of quarterbacks. I mean, they're all, especially in the NFL, all of them are good. All of them are good people to like watch after. Um, it's not really one in particular. I mean, they all go through a lot of, like every quarterback has a lot of pressure on their shoulders and it's good to learn from each and every one, learn from their mistakes and what they do right. The, you know, I guess I'm so interested in, in the, the psychology of it in that now the, the power dynamic and the ability that you have to be an example and be a role model for, you know, other guys, not only in your grade, but, you know, now for three years, you're going to, two and a half years, you're going to have the ability to influence guys who are a little bit younger than you, because right or wrong, they're going to look at you and, and say, well, this is how the, you know, what the norms are in this school and on this team about how I can and should act. You think about that? Um, yeah, it's always important to be a role model, especially the younger guys. Um, it's all about just being part of a winning culture and especially building it. When everyone's looking at you, if you're a leader and you do the right things, they're going to follow after you and do the right things too. I don't think there is an easier segue for me than what you just said there about uh, building a culture and, and building a community. I know you've been very proactive uh, already uh, in trying to build uh, that kind of culture and community with some of the guys that aren't even at the high school yet. Tell us about what you're doing. Um, we're just trying to get everyone in the weight room, build a team already, build it early. Um, that's what a lot of the great football teams do. You know, they're not just in there when they have to be, they do it when they don't have to too. And the more work we put in together as a team, I think it'll show on the field, especially when the lights go on. And you're being humble, so I'll let everybody else in on the other thing that I was thinking about is that you've invited and, and guys have taken you up on coming over to the field after school uh, on a lot of days and you guys are all throwing together and getting, you know, some of the guys like the, uh, you know, the Trey McFadden's of the world who we, you know, probably is a name that people are going to know sooner than later coming up from, you know, from upper middle school, uh, the next in the line of the McFadden clan. Uh, how has that been going uh, for all you guys and just kind of already proactively trying to get you and the receivers on that same page? Um, I just want to build a relationship with all of them. I mean, I've definitely gotten a lot closer with all the uh, teammates I had from last year that are coming back, and I'm excited to build a uh, relationship with all the ones coming through. How, just how important – well, I shouldn't say that. It's obviously very important. Tell the everybody listening to this exactly how important it is within like, we're talking about a one yard difference or, you know, one step too many on a route and your timing as a quarterback is completely off. How important is it to build that kind of connection with these guys so that it goes from less like, all right, let me think about what I have to do to just it being the muscle memory of the ball coming out when it needs to. Um, It's definitely huge. I mean, in the beginning of the year, when I was practicing but not playing, I didn't get as many reps. And as soon as those reps started coming in with my teammates, I started to click. Um, but definitely in the beginning of the year, I struggled a little bit in practice and it wasn't really clicking for me. And then 
all of a sudden, once I got uh, started to get reps with all my teammates and I started getting used to them, and like the confidence just builds and builds and builds, and it's all about being confident. Once I, once we're on the same page, it helps me like so much, and it's it's just a huge difference for us. It's funny. I was joking with Matt Pogue the other day about this that if you just look at the record, like if we didn't, if I didn't experience this season and I was like, Oh, three and six, you know, like that's what you would look at and you'd go like bad start, bad end, whatever, mediocre team, this, that, the other. And yet I don't feel that way at all. Like my like perception about this season is that it was like somehow magically the most overwhelmingly successful three and six season in the history of high school football. Like that's just how it feels to me. How does it feel to you? Definitely the same way. I mean, I feel like a lot of the games could have went a different way. Uh, our record could have been a ton better. And I think that we could have built, we could have just been one of those teams that people look at and had more respect for if we all like came together earlier as a team. Now, good for you, but bad for me is the fact that you've already figured out how to be a bad interview. And that's essentially what you got to be as a quarterback. I mean, you, you guys all have this pension for saying the right things all the time, which I hate I, I, makes for a bad podcast, but uh, you know, all the, the kind of right things to say aside, when you take a look back at, at what you accomplished over the last like five weeks of that season, that's gotta be pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah. I mean, raw emotions, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just wish I was on the field earlier. I mean, it was a pretty cool season just thinking about it, and I just can't wait to get back out there. What does – what excites you the most as you think about what you still have yet to, to do as a football player in high school? Um, definitely the time that I have and the amount of potential that we have as a team. I mean, we have so many kids that can play football and so many athletes that I think if we just put work in together, we could be so good. And I'm just excited to see how I develop and see how it all goes. So now for you personally, now what do you what do you do now? What what are the goals? What do you as you try to, you know, strive to take that that next step? Is there a uh a thing that you need, you feel like you need to accomplish to be a better quarterback? Is it like being faster? Is it being bigger and stronger? Like, I just don't know what it is. I think just all around, I'm trying to improve. I'm definitely trying to improve athleticism. Um, I'm definitely trying to improve like all around everything, footwork, accuracy, arm strength, speed, agility, all that stuff. I'm just trying to tie it all together. Um, I did have a little bit of a knee issue. Throughout the season, I have uh, patellar tendonitis. I'm just trying to get healthy and get back to 100%. And then hopefully it shows on the field next year. What type of, you know, if I said to you, here's all the systems that exist out there in the world for you to want to play in, you know, as you think about college, what, what type of system do you think fits you the best? Um. Definitely one where I could run as a quarterback. Um, I'm not entirely sure yet. I'm still trying to figure out my game too. Um, but we'll see how I, I develop as the year go on, years go on and 
Yeah. I, I, this is something like I could talk, we could get like super nerdy and like football nerdy. And I could talk about this crap all day long because like the debate that, you know, I've had with some pretty intelligent guys about this uh, type of thing as a quarterback, where I was like, my theory on it was always, and I think still is on a certain level, like, wow, you, if you're a smart kid, like I would want to go to Michigan or I would want to go to Stanford or I would want to go play in this pro style system where I wasn't in shotgun all day because you have the ability to process the information because, you know, while the NFL is, is certainly moving, you know, in a direction of, you know, a lot more spread air raid concepts and, you know, a lot of read option, you know, there, there's still a lot, a lot of, and you see these offenses like in, uh, you know, in San Francisco and, and Tennessee and where, you know, when those guys get under center and they can run or run play action, it's like, what in the world are we going to do to stop these guys? Is there a, like, where's the, that, uh, that balance for you? Cause I obviously being under center, isn't something we do a whole lot. Yeah. I just want to be good at everything. I don't want to be too like pigeon held to one certain formation, one certain style. Um, I feel like the best quarterbacks are the ones that could do anything. And that's just who I want to be as a quarterback and as a player. I heard uh, a pretty insightful uh, thing on a podcast uh, not too long ago about, you know, what five years ago or six years ago quarterback coaches were training guys to do and what they're doing now. And the training, like you guys are training on off schedule plays, like throwing from weird arm angles and, you know, doing drills in, in a way that will allow you to make those second reaction plays. Um, you are a guy who has made a lot of throws on the run and plays that we would call second reaction plays, whether they were by design or, or not. Um, how much fun is that? It's gotta be pretty awesome when you make a play like that. Yeah. It's definitely an amazing feeling. Um, it's something that you kind of have to work on. It's, something that also does come a little bit naturally. Um, it's just an awesome feeling when you make that type of play because it's like a broken down play and then you kind of fix it and that feeling just feels great. Um, yeah. Now, I, I have another strongly held belief about quarterbacks that yes, in this day and age where, you know, you have to be able to throw the ball, right? Obviously, duh, like there is a... a the minimum skill requirement for this is to be able to throw the ball fast enough and accurately enough so that it gets to the receiver before the cornerback. Now mobility is becoming more important, but the thing in my opinion that separates the guys who have those first two requisite skills from the guys who really become elite are the ones that are able to process the stuff up here first and diagnose before we even get the play even gets going. How important is the mental side of the game to you and I mean, you're a pretty intelligent kid, Mike. I mean, you, you have a little bit of a leg up there on, on some folks, I think. And, and how does that help you, you, you think? Um, knowing what you're going to do before the play definitely helps how you're going to perform during the play. Um, it's, it's humongous knowing what the defense is going to do and having a general idea what you're going to do with the ball. Um, so it's not like you catch the ball and you kind of blank out and you don't know what you're doing. Like you don't want to not have an idea and then it kind of falls apart for you. Um, it's a humongous part of like my game and what like took me to the next level is just knowing and understanding the play 
what we're trying to do, like the down and distance, all that kind of stuff that kind of ties in the, like your decision-making. How much of the game is understanding what defenses are trying to do? I mean, obviously you have to understand what routes are being run on, on any given play, obviously, so that you can, you know, where you're going with the ball, but just being able to diagnose defenses based on formation, like, how do you read it? Do you read it back to front, like single high versus two high and, and then kind of come back to the line of scrimmage? Um, kind of like a general formation first, trying to like understand like the, the situation and then finding that one player that you're going to read to kind of simplify it. And then just reacting based off of that. The, I, I would imagine that, and I, I don't know the answer to this question, which is always a dangerous thing, asking questions you don't know the answers to, that you didn't have a ton of autonomy in terms of, you know, maybe getting us into a different play. Do you see yourself receiving that kind of autonomy by the time this whole thing is said and done? I honestly have no clue. I don't think... I don't even know if we've ever done that as a team, but anything's possible. You know, and you know why I, I asked that question? Because I, I don't, I agree with you. I don't know that we've ever gotten there as a team. Um, I also don't know that we've ever had um, a quarterback that's kind of taken such a concerted effort to build the kind of relationship with the receivers that you, you're going to have over the next couple of years to the, where, you know, however many thousands of throws you guys make together, maybe somewhere down the line, you can make a side adjustment. That's as simple as like one of the, you know, tap a helmet, but to, you know, something like that, that you guys ran somewhere in the summer that Ethan McManus knows exactly what you mean. And all of a sudden it ends up in a 65 yard touchdown. You know, I, I, I have to believe that those kinds of things are possible. Um, you know, and, and I guess I'm just, this is the, the, the offensive football nerd in me. So I apologize in advance that you're gonna have to deal with this crap for the next two years. So um, there, and I, and I also recognize there was no question in there at all throughout, despite that rambling incoherence that I had there. Um, so Mike, just kind of to put all of this in perspective for you uh, or for us, where are you in your headspace of like, just where you think you can go on this? And I don't mean like a specific place to play football or something like that. What's the ceiling for you? Um, I just want to push my ceiling as high up as possible. I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to think, you know, pessimistically about the future. I want to always think optimistically because I believe that as much hard work as I'm going to try to put in over the years, hopefully my roof just keeps going higher and higher and I'm able to get to a level of playing football where it's super high up. Well, Mike, I got to tell you, thank you so much for you know, coming on the podcast, you know, twice now with us. And uh, I got to say, congratulations. That that goes without saying, but just what you almost single-handedly were able to do in terms of bringing uh, an excitement level into the program and reinvigorating uh, an entire program was just fantastic. And to do it at such a, a young age uh, was a truly, truly impressive thing. So congratulations. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. We'll be, I'm sure that uh, over the next two years, we'll, we're going to do this a lot more. So uh, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for you. So looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. That was Montgomery sophomore quarterback, Michael Schmelzer. And that is a wrap on our 
five-part 2021 Montgomery football season in review podcast series. And we are coming back to you live on Friday, December 17th for the tip-off of the high school basketball season in Montgomery against Hillsboro. And we never stop here on the mire. Mike, thanks, man. See you soon. See you soon. Thank you. All right, buddy. Later.